The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Good Wednesday morning. Goodness gracious, it's already Wednesday. That's awesome. Hump day. Hump day. And we got Coach Mike, 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 Mike in the house. Uh, <laughs> guess what day it is. Oh, man. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. Appreciate you, uh, all of you who... Stuck through the the technical difficulties we had moments ago. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us on Facebook Live. Chris, you'll learn one day. Hey. Nobody out there actually knows that there were any technical difficulties. So and, until you tell until them. you tell them that there <laughs> oh, yeah. were technical difficulties. Oh, so my dad texted texted me and yeah. said, "Are y'all going to be on this morning?" <laughs> well, and, and you say, "Yeah, Chuck. yeah, we're going to be on eventually." Can you not find it? What's your problem? <laughs> You're, you'll Jeez, learn, old man. You'll you'll learn. <laughs> Alexa won't listen you, to me. User error. Yeah, I'm gonna take the keys away to that bus. <laughs> Just play exactly. with you, man. Yes, we. Oh man. Yes, thank you. That's okay. We got to feed. No, Th- thank our listeners for their patience. Absolutely. Yeah. I, Good Wednesday morning. You Happy gotta be, You got to be patient to deal with us. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And and hopefully your patience will be rewarded at some point here over the next hour and 52 minutes right? uh 48 I 48 think. yeah but yeah well th- they said there would be no math <laughs> we got a studio full this morning <laughs> and this is typically uh the the the, the studio full is reserved for the, next the other studio, studio over yeah but uh this is a special occasion this morning so we're, we're welcoming in uh all of you, our listeners on WKOM, our listeners on Facebook Live, appreciate you guys. And if you're listening on the podcast, thank you for downloading. In the studio with us, we have station manager Clayton Harris, who helped us uh, with uh, some information yesterday about what time What time did we come in and you were running out? About, about 3 o'clock? No, 2:30? it wasn't that late. It was around 2.30. Two, yeah, about 2, 2.30. Yeah, 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 I'd say about 2. Two, two, two or two thirty for mm-hmm. sure, and basically, Shh. what we <laughs> what we understand is that uh, a a coach in the Murray County school system at Columbia Central High School in Murray County, um, sorry, 
was was indicted on March 11th on three uh, charges, one of forgery, one of theft, and one of tampering or fabricating evidence. Um, Columbia Central cheer coach Missy Todd um, has been indicted by a grand jury. And typically we wouldn't deal with a lot of legal issues, legal issues on this show, but it's, it's wildly important one, because it's, it's sports related as it's a, a coach uh, who receives a supplement from the, the county school system in a sport that is sanctioned by I mean, the Tennessee secondary school athletic association. So therefore so. it is it at, at least somewhat relevant to our show, but more information can be had uh, by listening to Clayton. So, Clayton, I- explain a little bit about, I guess, Reader's Digest version on what exactly is going on specifically. Reader's Digest version being the key. Well, it, you know, f- from everything that we've been able to gather, it appears uh, just by going looking at the report, uh, funds were used uh, for a family member uh, who was not a assistant coach or a volunteer coach uh, for a trip to Orlando uh, for one of the cheer competitions. And um, it, not only that, uh, they're still apparently, according to the report, and Chris, I know you were able to read it yesterday too, there's still quite a bit of money unaccounted for. Um, so Close to $10,000 unaccounted for. Yes. Uh, so obviously – uh, in the report details, you know, several deficiencies uh, at the high school. And, um, you know, you had checks being signed without the proper documentation to back up what the funds were being used for. And that's where I think you see a lot of the breakdown. And, um, you know, it's going to be interesting uh, to see how all this is handled. Uh, I know yesterday we were able to get a press release from uh, Murray County Public Schools. Um, I think I sent that to you in a text. Yeah, Jack Cobb actually sent it uh, yesterday, uh, and it says that Murray County Public Schools has received the Comptroller's Fraud Audit Report uh, dated March 23, 2021. Uh, Murray County Public Schools has cooperated fully with the Comptroller's investigation over the past several months. The Comptroller's Office asked Murray County Public Schools to take no action which might interfere with the ongoing investigation. Uh, Murray County Public Schools has honored that request. During his first months as Superintendent, Michael Hickman has worked with the Murray County Finance Department to streamline Murray County Public Schools' uh, financial operations. Superintendent Hickman has made great progress in correcting problems which may have led to audit findings in the past and continues to stress accountability, that's a key word, accountability and transparency with taxpayer funds. Now that the Comptroller's investigation is complete, Murray County Public Schools will conclude its own independent investigation and will take appropriate action as necessary. So uh, this is not this is far from over uh, because yeah. now the school system is going to do their own investigation. And um, we'll, we'll, we'll see where this goes, but... Um, it, it looks like, because I also read this Comptroller's report, and it looks like that's a good place to start. A- absolutely. Uh, so here's here's my question to you, Clayton. We know that Columbia – okay, so there was a there was a, an outstanding bill from Varsity Cheerleading Apparel, who does the uniforms and, 
and the bags and all their swag, kind of like, you know, basketball gets Adidas or whatever. <laughs> so varsity is the, the standard for, for cheerleading. All right. There's an outstanding bill of more than $40,000. Is that correct? There was. Okay. So there was an outstanding bill. Now, there were there was a $6,000 payment made in 20, September of 2020 uh, to Varsity, a $22,322.53 payment in October of 2020, and here's the kicker, $15,706.56 in February of 2021. So last month, they paid this debt off. That's over $40,000. 44-ish. Now, that money came from, we Somewhere. believe... General, the general I, athletic fund. That's what we believe. Um, that that that's what we. If that's the case, where? I, I mean, where is the money that was raised to pay the forty four thousand? And why? But not just that. And why is it coming out of general athletics? What do you do from there? Because if it came How out, of, you If it, it came out of if it came out of general athletics, that certainly wasn't an expenditure that was expected. For general athletics, and so, and, and somebody not, somewhere is going to suffer from that. Well, and uh, I mean the speculation, but I mean you look at some of the issues that maybe weren't very public, but you look at the situation with softball, yeah, and you look at um, uh, again, uh, you know, it's, it's our understanding that it had to do with finances and financial situations and uh, I think this all kind of ties in together and it's not a good look it it it, it there's definitely some issues down the line and and it's got to be part of that investigation anytime the state comptroller's office is looking into your financial dealings at a educational institution is not a good look because they don't just up and do that just for stuff and giggles. Right, right. And because this is taxpayer funds, you know, uh, at the end of the Is day. it taxpayer funds, the $44,000? Because a lot of that is is raised by the teams, Pancake Breakfasts and Spirit Night and all these other things. So, I, I and that was, that was part of my question to you earlier, because I don't know. I know that I'm sure some of it is, but – Athletic fees that these kids are paying, you know, a lot of them are paying $2,500, $3,000, especially cheerleaders. They pay a lot for those uniforms, and they typically buy them outright, um, which is makes this whole situation even weirder. There, there's still a lot of unanswered questions, <laughs> and, and you're right, and, and I think that's obviously going to be part of uh, the Murray County Public Schools uh, now on, ongoing investigation, uh, and, and I think you're right. You made the comment. I think the first place you got to start is with this comptroller report because, you know, the comptroller is an independent, you know, entity. They're they're, they're mm-hmm. not one side or the other. They're they're like an umpire. They're calling balls and strikes based on facts, and that's what's in that report. And uh, you know, it, it it's again. Yeah. It's another black eye um, for, for, for the school system, um, and particularly Columbia Central High School. No doubt. All right. Well, thanks for the, the, yeah, the, I the mean, help uh, um, in figuring it out. It, 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 well, 
like we just said, there's still a lot of questions that have not been answered that um, hopefully we will get some type of answers to here uh, in the next month or so. I feel like some of these questions will never get answered, to be honest. I don't disagree with that. I, I, I think um, I think there are a lot of things that, that we, we may never know, but uh, I do think um, the Murray County Public Schools and Director Hickman are going to have to make a lot of tough decisions here soon. All right. So that's the news of the day <laughs> in our first segment. We, we don't typically get to news that quickly, uh, at least not heavy news like but that. But as you as you look at everything else that we intend to deal with today, you understand why we need it to get to that right out of the right out of the box. That's correct. We got a we got a full show. Absolutely. Full show and we are gonna talk to Eagleville head baseball coach Brandon Bassham on the other side of a break as pretty big happenings going on this weekend involving him and a local baseball team mount pleasant so also we'll we'll get you up to date on the jim painter classic which starts today we'll give you all of that information uh talk ncaa hoops of course and we may be joined by a special guest in the second hour hoping to get uh, mr sammy sparkman a columbia former boxer so we'll love we'll going to try to get him in the studio as well a little bit later so stick around plenty of great stuff to talk about we'll be right back on southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid-tennessee bone and joint hey folks while we take a quick break from the show i want to tell you about our friends over at custom stone handlers in downtown columbia ned rich and his team at custom stone handlers believe in leadership and outside of the military our greatest leader building platform is sports Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Welcome back in uh, Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Chris Yow, Mo Patton, J.P. Plant, Coach Mike in the house. On this, <laughs> I, w- I wonder, I always love to see these th- these manhole covers, and I-, I don't know if they're taking sewage out. or <laughs> It's so wild. Oh, man. West 7th construction, that's what we're dealing with at all times. One day, they're going to cut the ribbon on that thing, and we're going to be here to celebrate it. We're going to go outside and cheer during that. Just asking. Probably should. Welcome back into the show. As we approach the bottom of the first hour, um, we've got Brandon Bassham joining us here in this segment. But before we do that, we need to hand out some hardware. Mo, what do you say? Let's do it. All right. Let's kick it off with the team of the week presented by Custom Stone Handlers and Into Win Life. Big week for Loretto Softball as they went over to Zion Christian and got a 
big win in that tournament. Yeah, um, Justin Tidwell and the Lady Mustangs winning the Zion Christian Invitational on Saturday, defeating Community 9-6 in the championship game. Um, as they continue to get to know each other, as as we mentioned in an article on the website, sm-tnsports.com, um, Loretto getting 10 players from their Class A state championship girls basketball team, so... Softball had not necessarily been top of mind for them until basically the start of the season last week. That's Class A sports for you. There you everybody go. plays. Everything. Everybody plays everything. Yeah. <laughs> so um, big, um, big week for for Coach Tidwell and the Lady Mustangs, and congratulations to them. That's why they are into win life team of the week, presented by Custom Stone Handlers, our Covenant Technology Player of the Week, Mo. Um, Dane Holly from Columbia Central Sock Boy Soccer. The open, key. Yeah, opened the year with um, back-to-back shutouts. Gave up one goal um, in his first four games last week. Um, it's been a wall for Greg Sidlowski and the and the um, Lions. So, um, and then got another shutout last night, which did not count in our consideration for this award. But Dane Holly. Central soccer goalie with four shutouts in five games. That's pretty pretty solid. That is why he is the Covenant Technology Player of the Week. And finally, our Patio West Scholar Athlete of the Week from Santa Fe, softball player Lexi McEwen. Says she catches, right, Mo? She does she catch. She catches. She's got a 3.875 GPA and 95.9 cumulative average. She's the FCA vice president, senior class vice president, voted most athletic girl in the senior class, and she's a member of the softball and bowling team and basketball team. She's on the student council beta club, FCA, FBLA, and she plans to go to C-State next year where she will major in computer information technology. That's computer school for you Kings of Comedy fans. <laughs> and hoping Don't to play nothing softball. Nothing about you say computer <laughs> or school. Yeah, <laughs> that's not true for Lexi McEwen. No, not at all. Everything. Not at all. She's a very intelligent young lady, and uh, she hopes to play softball at C State next year. So, congratulations to our superlative athletes. Now, before we get to Coach Bass, and one more thing, we got to give you today's rundown. In baseball, the there we go. In baseball action on Tuesday, it was Tullahoma defeating Coffee County in District Eight Triple A action six one, Columbia Central eight, Franklin County two, Lawrence County eleven, Shelbyville seven, and in a non-district game, Lincoln County fell to Giles County three two. In eleven Triple A action was Brentwood four, Centennial one. Dixon County 9, page 6, and Independence a 9-1 winner over Spring Hill. And in double-A action, it was Creekwood 3, Fairview 0, Forest a 5-2 winner over Pope John Paul II, and uh, in Class 1A, Huntland an 8-5 winner over Cascade. Also in Class A play last night, Moore County defeats Cornersville 15-0. Mount Pleasant all over McEwen for the second day, 13-3. Summertown 16, Wayne County 6. It was Santa Fe edging Houston County 2-1. Columbia Academy completes the sweep of Grace Christian with a 4-1 win at the Clyde. And CPA 20, Zion Christian 4. In softball action last night, Lincoln County 19, Franklin County 1. Richland a 5-2 winner over Cullioca. Mount Pleasant... Uh, with a big win, 18-2 over Santa Fe. Dixon County, a 3-1 winner over Summit. 
Page blanked Independence 8 nothing, and Summertown blanked Collinwood 10 nothing. Forest blanked Community 10 nothing. Marshall County 15, Giles County 2. Columbia Academy goes on the road and defeats Middle Tennessee Christian 4-3. In soccer action last night, Columbia Central again with that 5 nothing win over Franklin County. Marshall County 2, Giles County 1. It was Lawrence County defeating Loretto 4-1. And Spring Hill edges Tullahoma 1-0. Today's schedule in baseball action in the Jim Painter Classic. We have Summit and Clarksville playing at Independence at 4 o'clock. At 5 o'clock, it is Riverdale at at Columbia Central at 6.30. It is Clarksville at Independence following that Summit Clarksville game. And then Spring Hill hosts Siegel at 6.30. Also in baseball action at 5 p.m. is Moore County at Kalioka. In softball action today, scheduled games, Zion Christian plays at Columbia Academy at 3.30. Community travels to Santa Fe for a 5 o'clock game, and Lawrence County will host Loretto at 5.30. In boys soccer today, Kalioka travels to Wayne County for a 6 o'clock first touch. On uh, junior college basketball, Southwest Tennessee will be at the web taking on the Lady Chargers at 5.30 and the men at 7.30. Junior college softball today, Columbia State travels to MIT, Motlow in Tullahoma, for a 1 o'clock doubleheader. <laughs> and that is your Wednesday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Thanks to Coach Brandon Bassham for his patience through all of that. But now on Coach's Corner, as we do every Wednesday, brought to you by our friends at From the Heart Cafe down in Chapel Hill. Go see Renee Hart and the folks there for some of the best food in southern middle Tennessee. Can't beat it. Uh, we need to get back over there soon, matter of fact. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that on the way over here as I got off at Bear Creek coming down. It's like, yeah. man, we, need we, to go we need to make the left Instead of the right. Uh, amen. Amen. <laughs> but, yes, joining us on Coach's Corner is Eagleville baseball coach Brandon Bassham. Coach, welcome in. Thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate what you guys do. Well, thank you, Brandon. We appreciate you again hanging on with us here. And um, this isn't just Eagleville baseball coach Brandon Bassham, but this is um, Mount Pleasant 1995 graduate Brandon Bassham where he had the great fortune of – Growing up with and playing for a man that will be honored Saturday at 3 o'clock when the baseball field at Mount Pleasant is named in honor of Eddie Bassham. And um, the Tigers will be taking on Brandon and Brandon's son, Keaton, and the Eagles. So you're going to have three generations of Basshams on the field Saturday afternoon and Brandon, I would imagine that's a big honor for you in a number of different ways. Uh, very neat for sure. You know, a day we've been looking forward to, and again, we want to thank Eric Hughes and Dr. Jackson and anybody had a part in you know, getting that field named after him. Of course, we're probably a little, a little partial, but we think very deserving. And uh, that's a really looking forward to Saturday, and, and uh, that'll be neat having Dad there and hopefully get Keaton a chance to play uh, a little bit in the game as well. Hopefully get Keaton a chance to play. Listen to you. Junior outfielder pitcher for the Eagles. I, I figure he'll um he'll have more than a chance to play. I would think. Well, we'll, we'll talk to the other coaches if we can't get him in. But, uh, <laughs> but he's really our fourth. Uh, 
Seagarcy are fourth outfitter, so it depends on who's pitching. Uh, and, then, and again, he's in the rotation, but this rain's played havoc on us so far. We've got three games in and been rained out three times, so we got a lot of guys, honestly, that, that need to throw. And, uh, supposed to go to Fayetteville today to make up yesterday. We got rained out down there. So hopefully, we can get that in and uh, maybe another one in on Friday. And, and again, look, really looking forward to the trip on Saturday. Again, it's a really cool thing for us. Yeah, Coach, you know, um, this is obviously coming off of last season and not getting a chance to play and then going into this year every every game is exciting and, and you get you try to get them in as much as you can and you know sometimes you don't you aren't always looking for um a chance to to find games in, you know in the area everybody's looking to play games and so getting a chance to play Mount Pleasant that, that's something that I mean you you really look forward to each and every year, but this one's going to be a little more special, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. I mean, with, you know, with the events going on Saturday, again, appreciate Eric Hughes when he called back in the, I guess it was you know, last summer or the fall, and we you know, trying to get a, a schedule together because he told me about the event and then said, hey, you know, like, if you can, why don't you come over and play that day and uh, you know, we'll play you guys and that'll make it even more special for you. So, so it was, you know, fortunately, we got a, you know, got a day to work out and they're actually coming over here later in the year, so Again, it's always fun to come home. You know, I've still got my mom's mom. Uh, it's still living there and lives on across the street from a lot of the day. I feel you know, scared to get back home and, and see old friends. It's not a teammate that I played with. Their you know, their sons are on the on the team now. So, um, and then I actually know Kennedy Mathis a little bit from you know, just baseball because he played at Forest when I was coaching at Kent State. So, and then we're coaching against him. So it'll, it'll be good to, to be there Saturday to play against uh, Kennedy and his team. It's not like they're off the do a great start. I mean, that's great. I'm, I'm really proud of that. I'm proud of what Kennedy's doing there. You know, the game is part of a big day. Obviously, um, a reception will take place from 1 to 2 o'clock in the cafeteria. Um, the dedication of the field um, in the name of Eddie Bassham will take place at 2.30, about 30 minutes before first pitch at 3 o'clock. So, um just get on out there and make it a day. And I understand that all former Tigers will be admitted to the game for free. So um, you guys get on out there and, and um, show your love for, <laughs> for Coach Eddie Bassham. Um, and I guess, Brandon, the, the best thing about this being you guys playing them is you don't have to make plans to be there. You're already there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That does help. I said, you know, being able to play them. Like, being a part of the game is definitely neat for sure, and uh, hopefully been a little more relaxed this time. Like you see, when we played, uh, when we played those guys, and it's always tough on mom. And, and I said, there's probably only one guy that I think that's more competitive than me, and that's uh, that's bad. So those uh, those times we played got interesting for sure. The uh, sub-state game in '09 that was one of the most interesting games. You know, playing your dad for a chance to go to the state tournament. I think went the extra inning. Uh, it was it was a great it was a great baseball game, and I hated for. You know, somebody to lose that one, and we we were lucky enough to come out on top. But uh, it'll be a great day for sure. And hopefully, we get to see a lot of former teammates and a lot of those guys that the dad coached as well. Well, you've played for him, you've coached against him, and you've coached with him. So at least he won't be actually on the field this time around. I guess that's true. That's true. Um, I'll probably still hear him though. You know, I when I when I got to. Uh, Colts game the other day, uh, middle school game, my younger son, eighth grader. I wasn't sure he was there. But as soon as they bunted, uh, I heard him tell Colts, you know, to get in, get in there and get that bump. So he'll still be probably coaching in, in some aspect, and he'll be there. <laughs> but 
this won't be on the field. <laughs> Coach, tell us a little bit about your team. Who who uh, who are some of the players that uh, that that you are excited about having this season and uh, a, kind of talking just a little bit about about those young men and what they've meant to you and, and that equal program. Okay. Uh, well, they have to start with the, you know, the, just the seniors, Logan Kimball, and uh, is a Tennessee commit. Uh, you know, the Jesse grows on Monday for us. So, um, you know, he's, he's really blossomed in the offseason and, um, you know, big time arm. So, it probably starts there. And we've got a, a senior right fielder that, that also pitches like he came in relief on a Friday night at Summertown and pitched four scoreless innings. And got the win. Yeah, I mean, he came back last night, I mean, Monday night, uh, and pitched an inning and got the save uh, against Fayetteville. CJ Beacon, he, uh, he's like he's like six for nine on the year with three walks, so he's been on base like nine out of twelve times. So he's done a great job uh, for us in the leadoff spot. Uh, Nate Brewer, Nathan Brewer, plays center field. Uh, that's Mudcap Brewer's son. A lot of you guys don't know nothing on Mudcap Brewer. Uh, he's an MTSU commit, and he hits in the three hole for us. So um, Colin Pollock, he usually plays left field and. Uh, this is our second pitcher right now. He started the summertime on Friday and threw well and uh, kept us in the game. You know, that, I mean, that team can really get it. And, uh, other than a couple solo homers, he did a great job. Tanner Mabry is the first baseman, the junior. Uh, Ryan Winters is our catcher, as a junior that you know usually catches every day. So you know, we, we, we've got some, some players we're excited about. Carter Rockhold uh, thrown some for us. She plays middle infielder third against you know, I. How it is at this level of baseball, you know, depending on who's pitching and. You know, that's, you know, we caught the Lily swap, you know, short to third and third to the mound. So, uh, a lot of those guys there just switching it out. But, you know, you know we're, uh, we start usually three seniors and about five or six juniors and maybe a sophomore. So, but, but, you know, all those guys are sophomores a year ago and lost their season. So, we have always start three seniors and you know, about six juniors. We're really fairly young, you know, as far as the playing time goes because we lost last year. So, uh, you know, we got to keep getting better. We, uh, we lost a week, basically, to, to weather, you know, when the ice storm and the snow hit, and we were enforcing had about 12 guys quarantined. So, we're really still, I think maybe our next practice is our 10th one uh, as a team on the year, so we're still in single digits as far as team practices go this time. So, it's been odd, you know, it's been odd last year and this year both. So, we're trying our best to get through it, and I tell them all the time, let's make adjustments and not excuses, and we're trying to do the best we can with it. Brandon... <laughs> I'm not sure how many Class A baseball teams there are that have two NCAA Division One signees. Well, Chris, you know, Cameron the signee, uh, Brewer the junior, just a commitment. We, we're very fortunate, and uh, and unfortunately, Brewer throws as well. Right now, he's got a little shoulder issue, so uh, you know we're going to be patient with him and make sure he gets healthy. Hope we get him back sooner than later. But you know, we are blessed. You know, we, we've got some good talent for sure, no doubt. But um, yeah, you're right. There's, there's not many the class A that's got two D1 commits you know, on their roster at this point. That's a, that, that is a reason in itself to go watch this game if there was no other reason. Right. Plenty of reasons to go to Mount Pleasant on Saturday. Let's mm-hmm. just put it that way. Absolutely. Folks. Yeah. Looking forward to the the event and and the ball game. And want to thank Brandon Bassham, who's with us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, joining us on Coach's Corner. Brought to you each week by From the Heart Cafe over in Chapel Hill. Brandon, um, get through From the Heart when you get a chance, but we appreciate you spending a little time with us this morning and um, look forward to seeing you Saturday. Yeah, again, glad it worked out. And, uh, again, appreciate what you guys do for Hopkins Sports. Uh, we try to tune in a lot because you know, a lot of our equal games around, you know, Summertown, Zion, uh, Loretta. So 
we've seen in the line on Friday night heading home after the football game to listen to you guys. And, uh, again, appreciate what you do, and thank you for having me on this morning. All right. That is Coach Brandon Bassam, Eagle, Eagleville baseball coach, and probably likely non-speeder through Eagleville, as everyone should be. Yeah, he's probably all right since he's from Eagleville. <laughs> he gets a, it's he, the rest of us that have to be careful. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that was a that, that was a great on uh, Coach's Corner. Really, again from the Heart Cafe over in Chapel, we appreciate them. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the Jim Painter Classic, which starts today on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Glad to have you here in this first hour, 12 minutes to the top of the hour. If you're listening on the podcast, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us. And if you're on Facebook Live, let us know you're there. If you've got comments, we'll be happy to interact with you there on Facebook Live. If you have complaints, then um, we'll let JP deal with those later. Uh, we did get a, we got another complaint last night uh, in our email, our inbox, mm. and these are the kind of complaints I like to get. Too too much uh, content. Not enough. <laughs> Not coverage. enough. Not enough coverage. Oh, hey. of a certain team. Okay, and uh, there you go. And by the the reason I like this is because we don't cover that team on the website. On we we have we have not covered that team on the website because we kind of drew a a virtual circle around the dimple and kind of captured the northernmost schools in a couple of counties outside of Columbia and the southernmost schools in a couple of counties outside of Columbia. And at least one person thinks we should have drawn the circle a little bigger. And I'm okay with that. And hopefully... At some point we will. As as time progresses and we get some some additional help and some additional funding, (laughs) 
if you're out there and you not necessarily <laughs> in that order, but yeah, <laughs> we need the funding before we can get the help. Uh, so if you're out there and you would like to help fund the coverage of <laughs> high school sports in and around Murray County in Southern middle Tennessee, we'll be happy to, to help to let you. Um, but yeah, so anyway, just thought that was cool. It was, um, it was cool. Um, and hopefully we will get down to Pulaski more often in the future. That said, we we've been a little judicious in who we try to cover and who we don't because some schools are being covered fairly well. Some schools are being covered very well. And so and a lot of that is due to the help we get from those schools and those coaches. That that that's really the key. I mean, it's like Greg Tipps said, what do we got to do for, for you guys to cover us down in Loretta? Well, help us out. That, Send us your books. That, give us give us the information. The, the fact what? that you're asking the question is a heck of a start. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. you, you can get coverage. You just got to be able, willing to help. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, I just wanted to, to, to mention but, that. So. By the way, how can people reach out to help? if they are so inclined to do so. Sports at sm-tnsports.com. Or just tweet us at yep. sm underscore tnsports. Get That's, at us. We're, we're not hiding. Yeah. You can find <laughs> us. If you, if you want to reach us, we can be reached. Call me. Beat me That's, if you want to reach me. Yeah. And nobody in this room gets that, but that's okay. That, that's a. That's got to be somebody's lyric. My, from, my millennial uh, Disney Channel watchers who watched Kim Possible with me. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't have got that. They know. No, 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 they know. No. no. Now, when I, Disney to me is um, Dumbo's Circus, yeah. um, the Mickey Mouse Club, and um, Pooh's Corner. Oh boy. Dude, my, kid, yeah. my kids are 30 and 25. I've not watched Disney Channel in easily. The fact years. that you didn't see Kim Possible, though, it could, your, your daughter is 30. She'll be 31 in my. The fact that you didn't see Kim Possible means I was working me. a lot. <laughs> it, it's not does it surprises me because that would have been right in in her wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, Kim Possible, yeah. But call me, beat me if you want to reach me. That was her her little uh, intro music or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's not. We're not hard to find. That's the point. Here. We're we're not hard to find <laughs> at all. And, uh, sometimes I wish we were harder to find, but that's sometimes. another story for another day. Let's uh, let's go real quick over uh, yeah. some of the. In from some of the stuff that's on sm-tnsports.com, some of the coverage from our local teams. Columbia Central, a 5 nothing winner over Franklin in soccer yesterday, as we told you. Franklin early, County. Uh, Franklin County soccer, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, as we told you, Dane Holly with another shutout. Um, I would tell you who scored one of the goals, but I can't pronounce his last name. Brandon Carascoza. Carascoza. That's a good name. <laughs> I like it, Brandon. And I knew exactly who you were talking about. Victor Ramirez, Brewer Wall, had uh, back-to-back goals. And uh, Ramirez with a hat trick. A hat trick. Throwing the hats all around. So, big win for Columbia Central in uh, district play. On the Diamond Baseball, Mount Pleasant was a 13-3 winner over McEwen in five innings. Um, Looks like they struck out 11. no, No, they had 11 Runs, runs in the fourth inning. Yeah. Yeah. That was about when I wandered over there after <laughs> the um Mount Pleasant Santa Fe softball game that Mount Pleasant won eighteen to two. So I was the good luck charm I was for the, the good luck offensive charm yesterday. Yes, sir. 
Um, Columbia Academy, 4-1 winner over Grace Christian. A little surprised that we didn't see um, more uh, Bryant Baranek and Tyler Stevens homered, but with that short right field fence we talked about, <laughs> surprised some more left-handers didn't I, get a chance. I um, uh, The left-hander struggled a little bit yesterday. I think he was over 2. Yeah, it happens. So. It happens to everyone. Um, Bryant Baranek went the distance on the mound, striking out 11, so well done. With, uh, in addition to his home run. In addition to his home runs, right. So a little two-way action there for Baranek. Was it a solo homer, I wonder? Because if not, he may have pitched and given himself enough run support. There we win. go. Uh, Andy in that big 9-1 win, uh, Cooper Hargrove had a four-hit uh, game for the Eagles, struck out six. Uh, Dawson Hargrove gave up nine runs, all, uh, all nine runs, two independents, but only three of them earned uh, five errors for Spring Hill and a six-run fourth oh. inning for the Eagles. Oh. Yeah, uh, errors happened Hide the, the sharp objects in North Murray County no from a certain coach up that way. Summit completed this sweep of Franklin 5-3. to three. Uh, Devin Thrain and John Canella had a pair of hits for the Spartans. Um, Max Fell, Parker Dean, and Brady Hendricks combined to limit the Admirals to four hits. Uh, Fell struck out eight in four and a third. On softball action, Columbia Academy, big day out of Malia Hardy and Avery Slaughter, who had a couple of home uh, – I'm sorry, Malia Hardy homered. Avery Slaughter had uh, a great night in the circle. Nine strikeouts. Nine Ks. And uh, Chloe Carter and Carly Quillen each had three hits for the Lady Bulldogs. Richland, a big 8-2 um, to win over Kalioka as uh, Kendall Reichman and Michaela Mitchell um, – Pitching for Kalioka gave up a couple of runs in the fifth inning, four to be exact. Uh, Alexis Oliver and Macy Spencer had a pair of hits in the loss for Kalioka. Hey, before we get to the top of the hour, let's um, real quick run through this entire schedule for the Jim Painter Classic that's being played across South Williamson and Murray County over the next four days. As we mentioned in the rundown, um, Summit plays Clarksville at Independence at 4 o'clock today. Indy will play Clarksville at 6.30. Um, Columbia Central will host Riverdale at 5. And at 6 o'clock, Siegel will play at Spring Hill. On Thursday, you've got Oakland playing Lawrence County at Independence. You've got Lawrence County playing Independence. Um at Summit, Brentwood will play Riverdale, and then the host Spartans will play Riverdale. At Spring Hill on Thursday, Clarksville plays Nolansville, and then Nolansville plays the host Raiders. And let's see, at Columbia Central, you've got Lewis County and Marshall County playing, and then Columbia will play Marshall County. On Friday, Siegel and Rossview will play at Indy, and then Rossview will play the host Eagles. Uh, Brentwood and Oakland will play at Summit on Friday, and then Nolansville will play Summit. At Spring Hill, you've got Riverdale and Clarksville playing, and then Spring Hill plays Clarksville, and Rockvale will play at Columbia on Friday. Columbia Central, excuse me. On Saturday, goodness gracious, you got a bunch of ball games. Eagleville, uh, Independence plays Siegel. Laverne plays Independence. Um, 
Rockvale and Siegel will each play host Summit. At Spring Hill, Rossview will play a pair of games against Nolensville and then against Rockvale. And there will be three games played Saturday at Columbia Central. Um, the Lions will play Summertown, Oakland will play Summertown, and Oakland will play Lewis County. All of these games and the schedule are on the website at sm-tnsports.com. So you can check all that out for full times and the like. Jim Painter Classic named after longtime Columbia State head baseball coach and National Junior College Association Hall of Famer, uh, Jim Painter. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and a lot of these coaches around here played for him at right. Columbia State, and so this is kind of their way to keep his name alive and honor him. That's correct. He was in, he was inducted into the Tennessee Junior College Athletics Hall of Fame in 94 and uh, had six Charger teams in the JUCO World Series, uh, including a runner-up honor as an assistant for Dave Hall. So, yeah. Um, a lot of out, baseball. A lot of baseball. Get out there and see it. Hopefully the weather cooperates. That's right. When we come back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, we're going to talk hoops, NCAA hoops. Uh, so stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. 